Hey there, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I am your host, as always, Roy Turner. This is going to be part two of our Avian 2019 coverage live from Las Vegas, the Hard Rock Hotel uh, and Casino there. Uh, thanks so much to everybody for tuning in last week. Of course, we had the amazing Kinsey freaking Reeves, uh, who practically broke the internet whenever we put out the uh, that episode. Uh, and we're not going to disappoint uh, this week. Uh, this week we have uh, so many great, great, great guests. Uh, Megan Marks, who was like one of the newest and hottest uh, starlets entering the industry. Uh, she is our special guest, along with Goddess Lilith, who is a, a beacon of just female empowerment and, uh, and independence. She's also a badass metal singer. You're going to be hearing from her band, Sorrow Seed. And yes, of course, also super babe, supermodel Brianna Page is back this week. We want to thank everybody so much for all the positive feedback uh, that you had. We had to have Brianna back, man, after you guys went so crazy uh, over her. So, And you can see why. She's an amazing individual. She's gorgeous. She's uh, gave a lot of great insight, and I'm excited for you guys to uh, to hear uh, from Brianna again this week. So let's get into it, man. We're also going to hear once again also uh, from uh, Cindy Sinful slash Cindy Sinclair. Uh, my gosh, she was the height of the of the avian experience. She was so nice and so kind. She was also our camera person. And that's what I want you guys to be able to look forward to. Make sure that you're subscribed to Tricky Kid TV. Make sure you're subscribed to Tricky Kid TV because you don't want to just hear from these lovely ladies. You want to be able to see it. So we don't get to film every episode. But, of course, for these, we, we had to because, uh, obviously, uh, the, the aesthetic uh, called for it. So make sure you're subscribed. You'll be seeing uh, video episodes uh, featuring Kinsey Reeves. Uh, as well as Megan Marks and, of course, our very own Brianna Page. So, hey, let's get right into it. And, of course, the lovely and unspeakably hot <laughs> Brianna Page. And there's more to you than a pretty face, so, Brianna, tell us a little bit about you and your career. Um, well, I like to call myself an atmosphere enhancer. <laughs> I don't really know. Um... Environment definitely was enhanced the minute you walked through that door over there. <laughs> the minute you get out of the car, my entire life changed. Like, so I mean, it's like staring at the sun, looking at you. It's like I almost have to like, like, how does this happen, Brianna? Jesus. Um. So. Right now, what is going on with you right now? You and I met because you're a model, and we were doing a remote at a uh, at, at an event where uh, lots of models were showcasing and stuff. Right. So, what's going on with you and your career right now? Um, so, me and my career right now, um, I have it, but I, I'm really thinking that I'm I'm gonna get into some college classes, um, modeling. Okay. Um, I, I still like bartending and um, and stuff like that for the fun of it. But I, I'm really thinking that I'm, I'm going to get into some college classes. Um, I would probably uh, study psychology, specializing or majoring in, um, I, th I think the term is called um, cultural um, organization or colonization. It's where you um, study, in a sense, people's um, behaviors and the things that draw us together that make us um you know, like grouped together in cities. And then you go into like the marketing points of it and, you know, figure out like what 
all the individuals are interested in and the best way to market it to them. Okay, okay. Um, I'm a decent saleswoman. I would, I would say so. I would, I would buy anything from you. You could tell me I was going to die in 10 minutes and I wouldn't care as long as it came from you. Like. So funny. Yeah, um, so that's, that's part of it. For a second, on my dark side, um, I love to draw. Um, and so there's a dark side here. Yeah, so. <laughs> so I thought for sure that I was going to um, go to beauty school in the beginning of this. Um, but then when I started going to beauty school, um, I started feeling so sick because of the, in a sense, pretentiousness right, yeah, that yeah. comes from it. Because you have to be pretty. You have to do this. You have to, you know. And um, and I don't like to be seen as just my vessel. Yeah, well, sure, so that, of I think that's the reason why I'm venturing from modeling. But at the same time, I'm always going to be an atmosphere enhancer. I'm always going to be Brianna Page. You, you know, already like have me. a master's degree in that, sweetie. Like, <laughs> Thank <laughs> so, much. so I was gonna do mortuary science. Just like uh, um, my, uh, Jonathan from Corn uh, is involved with that. Yeah, because you know, like at the end of the day, people spend their whole lives wanting to be loved and wanting to be acknowledged and wanting to be seen for who they truly are. But when you're dead, it doesn't matter anymore. So mm. it'd be my honor to just like give someone an ounce of my love. You do have that, a, have a dark they, side, don't that you? That they don't, like, they, they can't take for granted. That's right, for sure. Because if you do that, <laughs> there's there's no, there's, it's, it's a finality to it, right? Right, like, it's done. Like, I'm giving you my love, and you cannot take me for granted. So the, the, there's <laughs> there's a deepness to you as well. I like that. I really appreciate that as well. Now, so who, do you ever watch porn based upon the actual performer? Like, you type in a certain performer that you'd like to see what they're up to? Yeah, um... I think her name is Riley Reed. Okay, she's the most popular girl at AVN every single year. <laughs> it's like the Beatles when she walks in, dude. She's fucking mom. But have you seen her videos? Like, oh my god. She's it's it's she's always treated like a woman. She's always treated lovingly, like and but I mean she does get down. Oh you yeah. Know? But yeah. she like I don't know, like I just I really like her so Well, no, her popularity is is unquestionable yeah. and the reason why is because if you've ever spoken to her, ever spent time with Riley, just like Kinsey, dude, that girl could have be could be the ugliest girl in the world but and her you you would is want so to you'd want to marry her because she's hilarious and fearless and just so confident without being a total bitch. She also happens to be insanely hot and Filthy Jesus Christ! That her, her um, sarcasm, like her wittiness, it's uh, it's, it's on. <laughs> it's awesome. But then, like I said, she just, like I said, her sex drive is like she should wear a cape or something. Like it's just, she's just she's awesome. So, <laughs> so yeah. So we've had Riley on the show before a couple couple AVNs ago. Thing for me, I realized that I'm not really made for, um, you know, taking dicks <laughs> like that but um but i do i do love sex you know i just right. would prefer like, like for me um you know I, I just um i don't know it sounds fun it's, it sounds ex exhilarating it makes my heart race a little bit it makes me feel nervous but um, in, a, in, a, in a, an excited kind of yeah, turned on yeah, kind of way an excited like turned on kind of i think that it's really important you know like in relationships or like just going forward as an adult like you're open with your sexuality and if there's something like taking you know uh two dicks at once i've never had that i would love that but i've never had that you know but um you never experienced dp in any, in any I'm, way I'm, no would like with toys yeah right like, okay you know um but yeah um 
Is that something you, that you fantasize about? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, I just know that one day, like whenever that does happen for me, it's going to be because I have like a strong relationship. Well, you'd have to for, for yeah. sure if you're going to do it with, with the person. Instead of you know, obviously you, you don't want to do it with two strangers. You want to exactly. do it, have a healthy experience, right? right? Yeah. So is, is anal sex something that, that you practice regularly in your personal life, or is it? <laughs> something that you do is more like a, kind of like a special type. It's like of a special thing. I would imagine so. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, why would you be having regular anal sex like you're being paid for it, right? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, um, I, I definitely think that um, anal sex is not something that should be limited to gender. So um, Sure, yeah, yeah. But um, it, any person who has tried would know that it does hurt <laughs> at wow. first. But then once once you get it, the motion going, then it's like, it's great. And, and, uh, and everything, so... It's not like I am hesitant to it. It's just, it just you have to catch me in the right mood, I right. guess. Maybe if I'm drunk. So, <laughs> so what is the excitement about being DP'd? What is that? What is that for you? Like, I mean, what 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 about um, that excites you? For me, it's like my man is sharing me. Right. And like, I don't want to be shared unless he wants to share me. Right. I mean, well, obviously, I want to be shared, right. but I like it's not a big deal if I'm not, you know. Right. But if I were to, then I would I would feel like really loved. Yeah. And with that, we're going to pay some bills here uh, and kind of let you know about some of our awesome sponsors. I uh, also want to thank January Sound, where Brianna and I are sitting right now recording this. And of course, uh, all the fine people, of course, the Avian Expo and the Las Vegas Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Also want to mention the Video Wise Group, uh, who will be editing uh, all the great footage that you'll be seeing of all these great uh, performers, as well as me and Brianna here on our YouTube channel, which is Tricky Kid TV, which I encourage you to go and subscribe to, and it's free. And right after these announcements, we will have Goddess Lilith. And right before that, we're going to have the Song of the Week, which is a track from her kick-ass uh, freaking like death metal grindcore band called Sauroseed. And we'll have links up at trickykid.com where you can uh, see more uh, of that side of Lilith, uh, but her band, and she's just awesome. So stick around. We'll be right back. Go. Yeah. So we are going to have to take a quick break here and pay some bills here. I want to mention a few things. First of all, where can they find you on social media, Brianna? Um, well, I have an Instagram, but it's... Uh... At Brianna Page, <laughs> Instagram is at Brianna Page one four three. It's B R I A N N A P A I G E one four three. Okay, and any any other things you want to plug there that you're on? No. Just your Instagram? Okay. Yeah, I'm hardly on that either. And of course, you can find us on Twitter on the number Tricky Kid, the number two. But the best way to do it is to subscribe. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, every type of thing. Stitcher, Feedburn, if it's a podcast, we're on it. Uh, and so you want to go to iTunes, type in Tricky Kid Radio, click subscribe. You'll get shows just like this one for free each and every single Thursday. And the reason why you get it free is for these fine folks right here. Want to thank our folks at Belvita. Got, so you got a bag right over there yeah, full, full, full of the good stuff there. Yeah, hold that up and let yeah bring that over here and, and, and then you can put it behind you there so it's out a shot there. But they, uh, yeah, yeah, reach deep into the bag here. Our, our, oh. get, get your van of white on there. Uh -huh. <laughs> so we have Belvita. It's a great source of fiber. Uh, it's a great for breakfast snack. You can find it in mm. the breakfast aisle anywhere where cookies are sold. It's um, 15 grams whole grain. Um, yeah, I want to hear you say it. <laughs> yeah. 15 grams whole grain. Um, 
per 50 grams a serving breakfast biscuits. Ooh. Yes. Four hours of nutritious, steady energy. And can I just tell you, I love, also love your speaking voice. You do. Yeah. If, you're, if your voice, obviously we're doing audio, wouldn't work. It would, it would be, uh, <laughs> it would be, we would have to nix this whole thing. But like, so funny. Um, okay. So your speaking voice is awesome. Okay. And then why don't we bring out <coughs> the t-shirt here for, uh, which ones do we have first here? I'll let you bring it. Uh, we got a, a well, couple in there. The, um... That's for Batteries Plus. Mm -hmm. Okay. They have a a new store opening up in Frisco uh, and also one in Louisville on September 16th of this year. Mm. And it's a grand, it's on grand opening September 19th. 19th, thank you. 10 a.m. to so, 12 p.m. That's right. And you're invited to the Power Center by Interstate Batteries. My alter ego, DJ Tricky Kid, will be out there playing all your favorite tunes and spinning and scratching and juggling and just kicking some ass. You can find it at 6201 North Josie Lane, Suite 206, Louisville, Texas. And there you have it right there. And then there's, a, there's another shirt in there, Brianna. There's another? Yeah. What? And then you could model that for us. Just hold it up there. That's goodmojo.com. So the fine folks, one thing that a lot of people don't know is that the when they think of AVN, they think of an award show, which they call the Oscars of Porn, or they think of, that is that is perfect. Um, you know what I think it is? What? I think it's equality and people not judging others based off of things that they want to do. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> so therefore you get good mojo because if you ain't judging, you know, you're then, living. Then good, that's right. Exactly. Yeah, what goes around comes around. That's correct. And so the, the five folks of That's Good Mojo are a part of a week-long thing that happens actually before the expo. Uh, it's called A&E. Mm -hmm. And uh, where you have all your novelties. And it's also where you can learn about traffic and ads and driving webs. Uh, and we're part of their affiliate program. So we thank the fine folks. And now what else do we have in, in, in that sack right there? Pull it on up here. These are our good friends at Durham's Pecans and Snacks. So do you want to you want to try one of those suckers? I'm going to right now. Okay. Play. So the Durham's. Oof. They're like mm. toffee. Yeah. Mm. Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> I love the crunch. Yes. It's so good. Oh wow, that really is good. It says 100% delicious. I didn't know if I was gonna believe it or not. Yeah. See, see, it's just not just not some made up figure there. Mm -mm. You see. Honey <laughs> toasted. Yes. Mm -hmm. And. Mm. We also want to uh, uh, talk a little bit about this. Uh, if you're a fan of hip hop like we are, uh, my man Jay Dilla, who passed away unfortunately a few years ago, he um, has a, um, there's a benefit that they're doing for the Jay Dilla Foundation. Uh, I encourage you to go online, type in J, just a letter. And we'll be right back with Goddess Lilith, Megan Marks, and so much more. Stick around. Femdom. Is what she identifies oh, as. Oh, yes, let's do it. Femdom, I could totally see myself doing that because whenever I'm not mated, like whenever I do not have a pair, I just want what I want. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like I'm definitely a dom female and I only submit whenever I want to. Right, 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 sure. So, so let me see if I can fast forward to where we get to the, get the herd kicking ass here. Man. Wait, that, the instrumentals are so Oh, no, it's good, but, I, but it's time of being of the S, I need for you to see her. Shit. Yeah. And she's like a dominatrix and she does this whole femdom thing and she's hot as shit and just not she's 
kind of strays from my normal thing, but she's just such a strong female presence. Yes. That kind of belies and just a, and just a, a, a great person, just a, a beacon of female empowerment. Yes. So because there comes a time where you just don't you just don't want to take any more shit. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So what do you think of Sorrow Seed? Was that something you'd, you'd listen to? Because we're going to do yes, a whole definitely. episode on metal. i got to have you back for that. Yes, so. I will absolutely. I would jam this in my car right now. I probably will get in my car and listen to it just so I can come with. Look at her. Damn. So, She's kind of got the whole like. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so last. She's badass. Sorrow Seed. S- Sorrow Seed. Nice. So once again, where can they find you? <laughs> What's up? This is the infamous serial wax killer, Beastie Boys DJ Assassin, Mix Master Mike, and you're tuned into my man DJ Tricky Kid. Don't be a clown, don't sleep. Check it out, y'all. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tricky Kid Radio, broadcasting live 
from the Hard Rock Hotel here in Las Vegas. Here's opening day of AVN Expo, and right next to my left is the incredible, the lovely, the fiery. Look at this fire, and it's the, the appropriate title. It's Goddess Lilith. Goddess Lilith, welcome to Tricky Kid Radio. Hey, thank you so much. It's great to be here. So talk to me a little bit about, again, this is not your first year here, so tell me a little bit about your experiences in the past and what you're hoping to uh, see this year. I always have a great time at AVN. It's just a nonstop party, and you get to meet a lot of other people in the industry and make a lot of friends. So I'm hoping to do more of the same this year. I've already gotten some great feedback from fans and stuff, and I've even met some female fans that said that they've been watching me on cam, which is great. So that's the first that's the first year that's happened that I've had other girls coming up to me and saying, "Hey, I watch you. I love you." Like, so wow. so you know you're in with that. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's a good feeling. You know, it's a great way to start the week. I'm already kind of on cloud nine that's good that's good mm-hmm. so what is your main platform i know you, i know that you cam uh do you also do features and, and, and things like that what what is what is the, the the many different formats where they can consume your product <laughs> <laughs> so i do a lot of camming i also do a lot of filming and um, i'm not really super loyal to one brand because i don't like to have all my eggs in one basket you sure. never know which which brand is going to go bottoms up at any point in time so you can find me pretty much on most of the campsites, uh, the token sites, Cam4, MFC, Chatterbait. I'm also on Cam's, Streammate, and um, that's that's pretty much most of my camming uh, for the most part. And then video sites, you can find me. Clips for sale. I want clips, many vids, and clip taste of anything yeah. like this. So I love it. So infiltrating so, the masses. That's right. <laughs> we're, we're here to educate, right? Yes. So what is Finn? Femdom is quite simply female domination. Right. It can also mean a female-led relationship in a more personal sense. And some guys out there have experienced this whether they realize it or not. Like, have you ever been in a relationship where you don't wear the pants and you're okay with it because your woman knows what she's doing and you don't mind letting her call the shots? So there's actually a lot more of it in regular life than people realize sometimes. Um, but it is very exciting to watch this type of porn because a lot of people are used to male-dominated porn where right. the woman is degraded. Yeah. And um, it's, this just sort of turns that all around and, and makes the, the guy on the receiving end of you know, all the degradation and humiliation. So I think it's wonderful. Female empowerment is totally. important to me. I think that a lot of women out there are a little bit afraid to explore the world of femdom, but I encourage anyone listening to this to do so and just take a look at what's out there. You know, you, you don't have to be the way that you think you quote unquote should be in a relationship. Right. You know, right. it's all it's all about what you want. Don't be afraid to ask for it. And lots of guys want that. Lots of yeah. guys want to relinquish control for a little while. For sure. I do real time sessions as well and a lot of my clientele ends up being guys that are in powerful positions. You know, they might be in the government or um, law enforcement, things like that, and they just want to, they're tired of calling all the shots Kind of give day. the reins to somebody else. Exactly, right, right. and they just want to give that up for an hour or two and, and let somebody else take control. Well, it's you a said, thing. Well, that's beautiful. Was, but you said, you said that some people may not want to, or maybe scared to explore. Why would, mm-hmm. what, what things might keep them from doing it? Um, society, I think um, a lot of American society has, has sort of placed females in the roles of being subservient to men and you know like not standing up for yourself 
not saying what you really think and feel because that's not quote unquote what you should be doing. You should be, you know, honoring your man, listening to what your husband Those wants. Those kind of old traditional roles. Yes, you know? exactly. And I think that with with every passing year we're starting to break out of those molds, which is great. And I feel like if I can, if I can be a helper and inspiration to others out there, then I'm doing my part that's to right. help, help change right. things and change awareness. Well, that's fantastic. That's the whole point, too. Yes. What erotica did you watch before you became a professional? Just regular, straight-up porn. I mean, I, I dug around, and uh, I think I, I found some of my, like, dad's old <laughs> magazines. And like, I, like most of us, like, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it was never anything crazy. It was just, it was just porn, just straight. Like, I actually never found any BDSM porn until I was uh, well into my late teens. And so I didn't even really know that BDSM existed. Right. So I guess you could say I had pretty normal tastes in porn. Okay. You know, I, I stumbled across uh, a Ron Jeremy film when I was in high school. And I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is porn. All right, right cool. Right. And I never really, you know explored it too much more than that and then later on of course with the internet and tube sites and things like that you can access pretty much any genre you want right. so I began to explore a little more then but yeah I had a pretty normal I guess you we could, would have loved that back then right <laughs> they, I had what uh, what people in my fetish industry would call a pretty vanilla you know idea right, okay. of, of porn and sex so what's interesting to me too is because do you find that because you have ability that your sexuality and, and taste is evolving definitely I think that as as humans our tastes and likes change all the time but I think also that some people are sort of afraid to to look into that or, or challenge it or change the way they think or even entertain the notion that their taste may be changing some people start out being submissive and then decide they want to be dominant and vice versa and, and that's totally okay. I think that we're always constantly changing and evolving and instead of trying to fight it, just go with it and explore right. what's out there and we're living in a great time where things are more out in the open than ever yeah. before. Taboos are sort of disappearing, nothing is becoming taboo anymore so it's a great time to be alive and it's a great time to be exploring your sexuality. Well, I love your positivity, it's fantastic. Thank you. Let, let's though to kind of the average like couple let's say let's say an average couple of whatever age but for this situation we'll say 30s ish been together for a while um, maybe he is into something that he's or maybe she's into something that she's not comfortable telling him and she sees her again sexuality evolving and growing and and there's some things she wants to try and maybe on both ends. What is a great way for you to suggest it? Just talking about it like adults or if it's, it can be difficult of course, so maybe if you have ideas in your head, wait wait until you're actually kind of in the moment and say, hey, what would you think about if I did this? What would you think about if I wanted to do this? Or one thing that I often suggest to people is to try role-playing because it kind of takes a little bit of the pressure off if you're role-playing because you're, you're kind of extending it beyond yourself and so it feels a little bit better that way it's a little more um, freeing to kind of enter a different persona a different headspace if you're role-playing and you can unlock a bunch of doors that you didn't think would open before so that's that's what I would say because it's definitely it can be a hard step to take if you're just used to having a 
kind of a, a regular routine with your sex life. And of course, when you're married for years and years, you're going, you're going to want to try to new things. You're going right. to want to spice things up in the bedroom a little bit. And that's totally normal. And you should be doing that. And, you know, maybe just watch porn together. Just click around. Be like, oh, this looks interesting. Right. Oh, I'd like to try that. Or, oh, no, I definitely don't want to try that. Just so that the two of you can kind of get on the same page about some likes or dislikes that you may or may not know that each other has. What would you say there was a, a quantum leap in your own personal life where you were having some feelings that weren't defined and something happened that you, you pursued it and once you got there, it was like a quantum leap that kind of took you from here to here. Is there an example like that in your personal life that you can Um, I don't know if there was any one thing. For me, it was kind of gradual. I, I got into the industry through modeling and then I started pro-doming and a few years kind of went by and I've always had the personality that I've had. I've always been me. So this was just sort of a way to be me in a situation where, you know, it, it wasn't considered weird to be barking orders at someone or, you know, degrading someone or yelling at them or punishing them or whatever. So I think there's definitely been a few moments when I've just kind of taken an inner step back and like during sessions and things like that, that's a good point. Like. Um, I have mirrors in my dungeon, so sometimes I've, I've got a naked guy on the floor cowering and trembling beneath me, and I just kind of check myself out in the mirror, and I'm like, this is fucking badass, man. <laughs> Look how far I've come, like, dominating guys, like, going all around the world, traveling, being fucking awesome. So I've, I've just kind of, it's moments like that where I just, you know, I, I like to take a moment to savor it and realize how far I've come. Well, okay, so now... If people wanted to, because you do in-person stuff as well, like you said, mm -hmm. you do these sessions. Yep. So you're, you're, of course, we don't want to be too specific, but where are you located at? Providence. And, oh, you're in Rhode Island. Yes. So you're way on the East Coast. Yes. Okay. And actually, so I was born and raised in Boston originally, and Massachusetts law on BDSM is very, very strict. It is actually not legal to operate a dungeon in Massachusetts. So I went to Rhode Island, which was right nearby, and they're pretty much okay with whatever you want to do as long as you're not, like, you know, really, really hurting someone and the police don't get involved. Like, behind closed doors, basically, Little Roadie is all okay with it. You can do, um, I mean, they have, they have a whole swingers club area. There's lots of strip clubs, lots of fetish clubs there. You know, and the, it's not the that far from are, Boston. No, it's one hour. A lot of my clients do come from Boston. Some of them come from um, from like as far as Philly and stuff like that, because it's just um, I, I put together femdom events every other month as well, and I have them in Rhode Island because I don't have to worry about them getting shut down. Okay, so so it, we'll it's a really small state, but it's worth checking out if you're in the fetish lifestyle because it's super lax on the laws and if you want to find a mistress there to do pretty much anything you want short of like actually killing you <laughs> you know you can go there and not have to worry about you know anything any cops busting in the door or anything so that's why specifically i'm in providence but i, I love that because it's not like that i i didn't know this wasn't your life but but that if anything else we need to prove it there you go i mean like for you like i mean you picked up and left town yes and you've built your life around this. i have this is your life yes so um, is there anything, is, what, what are some of the challenges because we do this whole series about people and not even just in the... In My family was definitely not supportive at all. They, they moreover just don't really understand um, what it is that I do. They're very old fashioned. I grew up in a, um, 
Well, our our household was not Catholic, but our parents went through a vigorous Catholic upbringing, including Catholic school and all right, that. Okay. So they had this very rigid set of morals. You you know you should be doing this and you shouldn't be doing that and this is your this is what your path in life should look like. Right. And just right from the get go, like my my knew my path wasn't going to look like that. I've always kind of questioned, you know, like who says who like. Who says I have to take this path? Like you, society, my teacher, like, you know. Right, sure. How about what I want to do? What I want to do is something different. But has it always, has it ever been dismissed as just simple rebellion, which would only just yes. make you make you angrier, right? So, so before I got involved into the fetish world, I, well, and I still am, I'm a rock and roll musician. I sing in a heavy metal band. Oh, you do? I, just, I didn't know that. Yes, oh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that wasn't in my little info thing. But the name of the band is Sorrow Seed, one word. Say it, say it again. Sorrow Seed. Sorrow Seed? Okay, yeah. we're still playing this on the show. Like, awesome, yeah. awesome. I'll find you some good tracks. Yeah, we're like a blackened melodic death metal band. And are you so, the singer? Yes, I am. And the, and the perfect... I, I, I would If I went to a bar, no matter where it was, and I saw this come out and the fire in red, I'd be like, I'm in. Like, I'm in. <laughs> and then I'm sure you bring the goods. Oh, yes, yeah. I do. I deliver. And actually... Um, my band is why I have a sister because I really like getting on stage and headbanging and then with my hair looking like this all fire dude it actually looks like flames coming out of my head in some photos so my band is actually the reason that I I see okay so yes. your way to kind of and it works it works the crossover has worked <laughs> it has worked so before I started with fetish I started trying to front a band and my parents were kind of like what are you doing you know they thought it was a phase and um they just kind of they were like oh you know things like oh we wish you would just like settle down and get like a regular job or whatever and just they they were not super supportive of of that from the beginning and then um when i when they found out later that i was doing fetish modeling and stuff like that the, re- the response was not good at all um my mother decided to google me and find my website and it led to me getting kicked out of the house so at this point in time now you know so over you had to make years, it your life uh, yeah over the years my family's grown a little smaller you know people pass away and stuff so we, we've kind of come back together and they just sort of look the other way about it they don't ask well they love they you you know right yeah. and i'm just like you know what i'm not a fuck up yeah like i can pay my own bills i'm traveling all over the world you're, ha- you're enjoying your life man yes and not for nothing i graduated from harvard a few years ago as well a harvard graduate you may be the first harvard graduate on this show <laughs> We, and, and we've had some scholarly people on here. Yes, I, you know, I don't like to really like throw that out there all over the place. No, I love that. Like <laughs> if I had learned that later, I would have called you and said, "Tell them that you're a Harvard graduate," because I because I hate that stereotype that sex yes. workers can't be anything but some last resort. Right. And this shows you this right here. You chose this. Yes, I this did. This is who you are. I chose it, and even if I'm no longer working in the industry, the lifestyle, the BDSM lifestyle, will always be a part of my life. Because it's who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let's get a little, something a little more uplifting. Um, so we are here. It's the first. It's the first hour. It's the first minute. Yeah. As we're talking, I'm seeing some very, very interesting sights. Uh, this is always so great. This is our fourth year uh, here at Avian. It's always such a great time. Uh, again, obviously, you know, the show isn't specific to this, but we're, again, we're, we're all about love, man. All inclusive. Love to all. Definitely. So, um, so talk to me about something happening this year. Is there anything specific that's happening this year you're looking forward to? Well, I have been nominated as the Indie Clip Star of the Year, so... That's what I was getting to. <laughs> I am pretty excited about that, I have to say. 
I don't have any expectations of winning, but just the fact that I was nominated alone is a huge That's win validation right there, right? I am going to be bursting with joy when I walk that red carpet on Saturday night, and um, I'm just, I just have stars in my eyes about it, you know? I've been yeah. in the industry almost 10 years now, and to finally start getting some recognition is just an amazing feeling. It's yeah. been a good year. I've gotten a few awards in the past year and a half, and um, this nomination means a lot to me. Well, it just shows you how unique you are, because like, like any good music, you know that good music is Average music is usually for average people. I know that sounds very snobby, but but average music is usually for mass consumption. Yeah. Like the the, the really intense stuff is usually people have special audience. That's right. And so 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 instead of so they're they're coming to you now. You see. So that's that's. It's awesome. I've always been kind of different. I've always been the, the weird one. So the right. fact that a weirdo can, can yes. get a nomination like this is really awesome. So I'm so grateful. Well, also, I mean, I mean, look at look at Joanna Angel. I got I uh, yeah. I I lived in Brooklyn, New York for like ten years, and I used to DJ. So like when they first started back in Brooklyn or New York, they had just started, and I would DJ some of their early events. So cool. Way back in like 2006, like 2007, and now she's like a Hall of Famer, and know, got this global brand, and, and you know, there was nothing, that's why, and that's why she was successful, because there was nothing like her at that time. Trailblazing. Right, you know, but so, but same thing for you, there's no one like you either, so. It's true. You know what I mean? Um, so, okay, so Cardi B's playing the award show, I know you're a metal person, I'm a metal person. <laughs> Uh, if you could have picked uh, somebody other than Cardi B, who would, have, who, who would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so I, I actually have a great answer for that because I was just talking about this last night. But Alice Cooper would be awesome. Outstanding, right. <laughs> you know, and he's a showman, so there would be a show to watch and everything. I think that would be cool. I've noticed that AVN tends to normally just book hip-hop artists. Last year they had Lil Wayne. I forget right. who they had the year before. But I think, I think Wiz Khalifa was here one year, it feels yeah, like. Yeah, something. I'm just totally not interested in any of that it's like well i'm a massive i'm a massive, massive hip-hop fan but this will make me sound old but for, for me like hip-hop to me is you saw my phone it's like black alicious and uh you know public enemy you know uh -huh. that kind of stuff you know yeah. um but what's interesting is that I, and i love that you said that because you're not so immature that you would pick something so impractical like you'd want like you know I, I think slayer should you know, slayer probably i love slayer probably wouldn't work but Alice Cooper would totally work. Totally. He's it's funny. Very, it's yeah. vaudeville. It's He's palatable. A you know, totally. It's, it's an easy gateway kind of thing if you're not necessarily into that. It's not death metal. Totally. <laughs> uh, and now, death metal isn't for everyone. I don't... Now, would he play Only Women Bleed or not at the show? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And so, he'd have a snake, too. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is, is like, it's like... The whole thing is vaudeville. It, I mean, it, it, it plays anywhere, yeah, right? Yeah, and his what is it? His daughter that uh, dresses up like the nurse, and he has all these interactions. Oh with yeah. Her, I Have you you seen? I've seen Alice yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, long ago, but definitely would love to see Alice do something like this. Uh, yeah, for sure. He, uh, I got to see something. I'll tell you this very quickly. Um, he was on tour with Motley. On the I last was tour? at okay, that good, tour, good. yes. Okay, all right, that was and awesome. Vince Neil uh, sounded like shit, but I didn't care because I was just this show like, was so great. Motley Crue and Alice Cooper, this is, doesn't get much better than this. That's right. How's that going to be <laughs> awesome, right? And like they were like my first show whenever I was like 12, it was like the 4th of July and all nice. that. Nice. Well, anyway, well, so the original Alice Cooper band, like the other like three guys, were doing an in-store in Dallas, Texas, where I'm, where I'm from, 
and and they were going to do like some sort of like in store like a book signing. It never occurred to me that wait, wait a minute, like Alice Cooper is playing tomorrow with Motley, and I went down to the record store just to you know to, to meet the original three guys. It never occurred to me that like Alice Cooper much because this place is the size of this. It's like a, like a mom and pop. It's called Good Records. It's in Dallas. And I went there, and I almost left. Like, I know the owners. And I went in there, and there was this big line. And I was like, oh, this is a shit show. I'm, I'm out of here. And then the owner was like, no, dude, st- st- stick around. And I was like, oh, okay, why? And fucking Alice Cooper walks out. The original band on this tiny little stage. So when you have time, Google Alice Cooper Good Records Dallas. Okay. And it's a, it's a cool little thing. I was, you'll, you'll see my smiling face in the front row there. So. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, okay, so one last question for you. Um, what are your goals hoping to accomplish? I think I'd, I'd like to just gain more fans and a bigger following, honestly. I'm, I'm pretty good at crushing out goals, and at this point I've been putting in the work and the dedication for you know a large number of years. So now I'm just looking for a little bit of a greater level of success. Right. And well, you're nominated again for... Uh, Indie Clip Star of the Year. I, I think you're. I so hope you win. I want you to know that we're going to be cheering for you. Oh, thank you. Because I come from real work, okay? And you and I are peas in the pod in that regard. <laughs> and any fan of Alice Cooper uh, and Motley, but seriously, I, I just to work alone, the uniqueness, the aesthetic. Thank you're you. You're badass, man. Are you front of metal so band? Yes, I do. Any gigs coming up for the band? And tell the name of the band again. The name of the band is Sorrow Seed. I actually have stickers right here. I can give you one. Yeah. And um, we are we have a summer festival booked in New England, and also before that, we are touring in the UK oh, nice. for the first time. This summer, we are putting together a tour with our friends in Iron Altar, who is a Scottish band from Edinburgh. Okay. That we met last year when we played a show in London. And it went extremely well, so we were like, why don't we just tour over here? So that's Outs- happening this summer. That is exciting as yes. well. That's, that's good. You know, that if you had asked me, like, last year what my goals would be, my goals would have been to tour in Europe. And, and, and that's so, already happening. You know, that's, that's all goals are. You need to take steps right. towards them to make them happen. You know, a lot of because people, people are like, overwhelmed. How, do you, yeah. how do you do all this? Like, where do you start? It's like, you take the first step. You, you use logic, that's right, you know, that's right, that's and you, right. you have to stick to it. You can't just be like, oh, no, I, I can't do this anymore. It's too much. You have to just grit your teeth get through it because that's how you get your dreams I, I love that so much it's all just hard work that's know? right it's hard work dedication and perseverance did you grow up you grew up in Boston yes okay did you grow up there in the, the 90s like the 90s yep okay so you, you probably were too young for this but Maybe you have an older brother or something. But, uh, I have an older sister, actually. Okay. That's the reason I'm into 80s hair metal. Oh, okay. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the same for me, too. Um, did you ever hear of a band called Tree in Boston? Tree, yes, of course. Okay, yeah, so they people from Boston. Freedom Rally. They always play the, the normal festival, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So those guys, uh, minus the singer, uh, started another band uh, called Never Got Caught. Okay. And I managed that band oh, wow. for many, many years. So there's lots of Boston ties there. So when you, you, you grew up in Boston, uh, you might be familiar with the band Clutch out of Baltimore? Yes. Okay. So I have a long history with, that or- with them and organization. Cool. And so the guys from Tree were working with them and, and 
touring together. So they kind of started a kind of a little off project, a little side thing. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you just search for the hashtag Goddess Lilith, I'm usually the first one that comes up. But my actual Twitter handle is at Goddess Lilith 66. On Instagram, it's at Goddess Lilith Dom D O M M E. And you can find my videos and all of my fetish work at GoddessLilithVideos.com. Outstanding, and, and we'll have pictures of Lilith in this insane outfit. She'll be here all week. Come on down. There's still tickets available for the AVN Expo here in Las Vegas at the Hard Rock Hotel. Lilith, I can't wait to, to hear more music, and we will definitely will do this again. Thank you so much. Thank you. going to be calling in who's awesome but she's like a milf and so i think it's kind of silly that sometimes these women are like 25 and are considered milfs like like right. you know what i mean like, like i'm a i'm 25 but i'm considered a milf because i'm a mom right? yeah but i'm not um i think the you only thing that for, you're much younger <laughs> yeah i think the um what they really consider it is um off of your breast size really and yeah. how young your face looks yeah Pretty much, mm -hmm. but but now, but they kind of they do tend to fetishize this eighteen to twenty one thing, yes. And uh, so it's kind of by some, someone's like twenty eight, they're like, oh, she's a milf. Twenty eight years are not milfs, guys. Right. Like Cindy's an actual milf. She's like in her fifties. Okay? Yes. You know, and she's an action. She's awesome. We totally call those awesome. cougars. Or, or cougars, but, yeah. yeah. But in that genre, you yes. know what I mean. So, <laughs> okay. So you were originally thinking about doing it mm -hmm. around eighteen, and right. life took a different turn for mm -hmm. you. There is an argument that I have heard that I, I do think is valid, and I wanted to ask you this. Okay. Do you think that the age of getting into porn should be raised to 21? I do. I do think that. Okay, and, and that's what I want, wanted to ask you, because we have one of the, one of the most... So of, this is the argument. Okay. okay. Well, let, me, let me set it up for you. Let me okay. set it up, so we have, cause we have to do it. We have to follow a format. Perfect. Okay. So... Megan Marks, who was one of the most amazing people that, that we met and talked to, and she's so bright and fun, and you want to, and just like Kenzie, she loves this industry. How we consume porn is in a completely different way now, and it wasn't even porn. She saw she saw uh, Rashida Jones's documentary on Netflix, the Hot Girls Wanted documentary. Yes, and she was like, "Holy shit, I could do this!" And mm -hmm. she's already feeling very sexual and 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 have these desires Easy and money but all pro poverty totally like an open window to having your own life and your own world your own rules your own roof your own everything right but even for her i think there was a lot of like sexual fantasies that she felt that she was going to be able to fulfill mm -hmm. in this role and and but she also kind of represents like we were talking about earlier she's from like west virginia and you know there's nothing to do there this would be exciting and almost a rebellion thing but again she just turned 18 uh -huh. and started doing her first scene right after she turned right. 18 if she had waited until 21 mm -hmm. and there this wasn't is that the argument you know, um, it's represents, naughty. It's naughty, right? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so for her getting to, uh, like, I mean, I think her tweet today was that she was like, hey, I took my fifth dick of the week this week. I'm going to try to top that next week. <laughs> and she's like not being sarcastic. No, she's being for real. I'm so, that's awesome. It's I'm awesome, right? Yeah. And she's having a good time with it. Yeah. First day of AVN here at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. We're inside the joint. And look who I just ran into. Hi. It's 
some, yes. So as I was telling you earlier, okay, so we were doing our, some research because our show isn't just like sex based. I mean, we do, we have, we have everybody on our show. So we were here to show you all some love this week, okay? And I was like, there was different types that I was looking for. I was having an interview and you are, were like at the top of my list. There's like five people. So um, again, you're brand new. So why don't you tell everybody, because this is audio and also video, how old are you, uh, where you're from, or where you, where, wherever you want to share, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm 18, and I came from West Virginia about two months ago. And so this has got to be, also this is your first AVN, so what do you think so far? I'm having so much fun. It's like crazy here, but I love it. I love the fast pace. Now, did you, have you ever been to Las Vegas before? I went last week with ATK Girlfriends. Okay, okay. So, so, and now are you still, are you flying out from West Virginia or do you live in Los Angeles? I live in LA now. Oh, good, okay. Yeah, yeah third time. <laughs> so, so when, so when did you turn 18? I turned 18 in June. Okay. So, and you had your first scene when? In November. Okay. And what? And who was it with? And what was the scene? It was FM Concepts. It's like a smaller brand, and it was Bondage. Oh wow. Yeah, I did it an hour after I landed. <laughs> so you got off the plane and went straight to Deba- and did yeah. Bondage. So it's kind of new. We had this kink background here, right? <laughs> Is Bondage was that something that you were doing in your personal life already, or? Yeah, I do like being tied up. <laughs> yeah. So, so when your agent, or you're, you have an agent, right? Yeah. Okay. So when your agent came to you, was that a coincidence or? I watched him on a Netflix documentary. So I just hit him up and I was like, hey, look, I want to work with you. And, and who's your agent? John with Matrix Model. Uh, Matrix Model, that's right, that's right. And in what documentary did you see him on? Huh? What documentary did you see him on? Um, Hot Girls Wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one that Rashida Jones did, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know who was on that. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm brand new, so like, I'm sorry if I'm uneducated. No, not at all. So were you, were you, were you camming before then? No, I started, I did a little bit of camming after I was playing with it. Okay. It's not like a full-time thing. Can we come on up? And then just get like a little. What can, what can you see right now? You're out of the body. Alright, that's fine. That's fine. That's a good deal. Okay. Um, and so we'll, we'll do a little clapper there. Is it rolling yet? Okay. So I'll lay that part out. So anyway, so we we'll have to block traffic and everything. Um, so um, you saw Hot Girls Wanted. Yeah. Now were you a cam girl at that time or were you camping? No, I wasn't in the sex industry at all. <laughs> I was working a warehouse and doing college. So you saw this documentary and, and it inspired you? Yeah, yeah, totally. Talk about Well, I mean, I just watched it and all these girls were like coming from like places like me with like not a lot to do or just, I don't know, they didn't know what they wanted to do. And I have friends back home like doing mod- like modeling, makeup artistry, and I was like, I want to have like something I enjoy now, you know? I don't want to wait until after um, a degree to get a job that I might like, you know? Right. It's like, I'm here and I love this and I'm making money, so. Well, then not only that, but also, are you aware, though, that like a lot of the performers 
when that movie came, when that documentary after when the movie came out and then there was like a like a, like a mini series yeah you saw all of that right yeah so a lot of the performers weren't happy with that movie like you were angry with her because they felt like it, it was like a, a very small negative part of the industry uh-huh. I love hearing your side of it that it inspired you to come and be a performer yeah I mean I was able I saw the negative connotation they were trying to put on the industry but I could kind of like pick and choose like what information like was useful right. for me and I could like you know I decided that looks like something that I would be into you know it doesn't look like it's for everybody but it looks like it's for me so, so what, what were you like in your personal life leading up to that point um I just kind of anti-social I didn't fit in really well in West Virginia I mean for I guess a bunch of different reasons I just this is much more my place I feel in your life were happening actually on camera. Yes. Such as? Um, well, all the bondage, you know, that was like the first time I ever got tied up like that, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> Done right, yeah. Yeah, and like I've never, I really never had toys in my personal life, so now that I'm, I'm like going to shoot we're using all these different toys, I'm like, hey, this is so cool. <laughs> like, this is so creative. And it's evolving, right? Yeah, right. What are some of the things that you're looking forward to, to being able to experience? You might be looking forward to working with. Uh, Callie Rosen, uh, DJ. I feel like I'm not going to say her name right. Darcy Dolce? Yeah. Dolce. I think she's so hot. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's all I can think of at the top of my head. There's okay. so many hot people in this industry. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You can compete though. You're stunning. No. Oh my gosh. Thank you. There's a reason why we chose you. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you so much. So tell them where they can find you on the interwebs. Okay, you can find me on Twitter at Megan Marks XXX. That's four X's, and I mean all my other links are really on there. Okay, can you find it? Yeah, but that's my main. Yeah, that's my main source. Well, Megan, I think I think if you, you know, stay with us, I think you're going to be a, a, a massive star. Thank you. I hope so. There's a lot of buzz around you. Uh, I, I love how positive your social media is. There's a lot of people use that to complain, and you're like yeah. excited and happy and ready to yeah, do this. it's so fun. How can you not be happy in this industry? Like, so far, that's my experience. I'm like overwhelmed with joy all the time. Megan Marks, everybody. That is outstanding. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This is Eva Lovia, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. being like wanting sex like wanting it you know because it, 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 at a point like it turns into an addiction you know you want to be touched you want to be fucked you want to be like um 
manhandled, you know? And so I can understand, like, women in the industry, you know, wanting, like, her saying, hey, I took five dicks this week. Let's try to beat it next week. Like, for her, that is fun. Like, she's getting everything that she ever wanted right. out of life. Like, she is truly enjoying herself. And for me, like, I personally think, like, fuck yes, girl. Like, get it. <laughs> get it, you know? Yeah, that's, like That's what I said. Yeah. I, like, we're not here to slut shame anybody. No, fuck Have no. fun with it. You yeah. Yeah. So what is the thing you were saying earlier? What is the thing that, that makes you just like shake with excitement that just completely... watching my partner like really be pleased? Like, no, but before that, you said something about about you actually doing porn. You said, didn't you say that you said the idea of actually doing porn on camera oh, yeah. really turns you on? Well, it's like the idea of, well, I like recording myself and watching it with my partner. Right, okay. um, but the, I, the thought of like doing porn and like, ha like actually having sex with a man and it being recorded and put out live. Uh, to offer them to your brand. You right, but I mean? haven't you noticed, I don't post much. So what? I don't post much. Yeah, but every time you do, my heart just stops for a That's second. That's the point, just... is that like if you give and give and give, yeah. then people expect and you don't get the right reaction. But if you make yourself, um, in a sense, exclusive. Well, I'm talking about the, but, but the people that are actually in the industry. I'm saying that like, oh, they're yeah. active, in the industry, active in the industry. They actually have to do this. Yes, they say, do. You know, so that's that's kind of what I mean. Is it so? There's a, there's a lot going on there. Mm -hmm. Now, but I, what I mean though is, is that okay? Let's say you're business minded. Let's say you're good looking. Let's yeah. say that you're ambitious. That's still not going to prepare you for a gangbang on camera. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No. So, you know that there has to be also some on the Instagrams. Oh, um, Brianna Page one four three. It's B R I A N N A P A I G E one four three. Yeah, and Done. just in case you didn't know what one four three means on the end of my name, it means that I love you. Oh, would you? Would you, so we're gonna do a metal episode, yes. and since you being metal, and we have so much to, to talk about, yes. I would love to have you back. Fuck yeah! Did you enjoy this today? I told yes, you that you would, right? Yeah, I do. Okay, and see, so. and thank you for being so candid and opening up to us. Mm. And then I. <coughs> Once again, I want to thank all my guests this week, uh, and also last week. This has been a great two-parter here uh, covering the uh, the AVNs, which is kind of neat for us because you know again, we're not really uh, a show that's uh, kind of focuses on that. So it's good to kind of shine a light on that and to kind of be a fun little satellite that orbits around that and kind of get involved when we can and bring attention to certain topics and issues and just to have them on is always. Uh, a great time. So once again, thanks so much to the lovely and amazing new, uh, probably one of the most, the hottest newcomer right now is Megan Marks. Uh, also to, holy shit, Goddess Lilith. Uh, check out her band, Sorrow Seed. Um, and of course, my lovely co-host last two weeks, uh, the incomparable Brianna Page. Uh, you also can find us all, always is on iTunes. Uh, best thing to do is to subscribe. It's free. Hop on there, type in Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. It's on there. Click subscribe. You'll get shows just like this each and every single week. And also, what really helps us is if you can leave a rating and a review. It only takes a couple of seconds. You're thinking, oh, God, I'm not going to, you know, like when you get like a comment card when you go to a restaurant. You're like, I'm not going to fill this out. Like, seriously, this really helps us. I really, really, really appreciate it. We've got so much good stuff coming up, and you're not going to want to miss it. And feel free to dive into our back catalog. There's so much that you've just now heard about Trippy Kid Radio. Uh, there's probably a little something there for everybody. If you go on to Facebook under Trippy Kid Radio Podcast, throw us a like. You can kind of see a list there. But 
main place you want to go to is trickykid.com. It's tricky-kid.com. And you can see pictures of Lilith and pictures of Meghan Marks and, and Brianna. And last week, of course, we had uh, the amazing Kenzie Reeves and, uh, and, and Marika Hasi, uh, who is um, suffering from breast cancer right now. And we want to raise awareness about that. And we have links about that where you can get involved and to donate. But uh, again, it's always a blast to do this. We didn't get to do it last year, so I um, was happy to have it back this year. Uh, I'm your host again, Roy Turner, and for all my guests, uh, thanks again, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week.